Welcome to Keeping It Real podcast with Kim Har and Kim Spence Mullen. We're real life friends who discuss real life problems in a real life way. As you listen to this podcast, we celebrate the good, support you through the bad, and point you to a real life God who has the answers. We invite you to join us at the table where together we'll laugh, sometimes we'll cry, but most importantly, our promise is to show up and do real life together. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Hi, neighbor. Hello, neighbor. <laughs> oh, we're just so clever, Kim. We just, we amuse ourselves. <laughs> hey, I, I love it. This is the Keeping It Real podcast. My name is Kim Spence. And I'm Kim Hart. That's right. And we are here. We are neighbors um, in the sense of we're sitting across from each other and we have this podcast together. And today, you might have guessed that we're going to talk about neighbors yeah (laughs) we're gonna talk about who's in our hood i love it i love it (laughs) well you know i remember when we were talking about this topic is the idea of you know we always we get in these discussions and then we say hey that would make a good (laughs) podcast topic because you know when we're talking about um things that have to do with real life i mean these experiences we have we know that you have likely had some of the same experiences. So what pops into your head right now when we said the word neighbors? I'm I'm curious to know what some of our friends have to say about what they think about neighbors. But, you know, we always love to hear from you, by the way. Mm-hmm. So make sure to ask a question on our Facebook page. I mean, we'd love for you to get involved and let us know what you think about the podcast and stuff like that. So you're our neighbor, by the way. <laughs> Let's talk about neighbors, Kim. All right. So keeping it real question. Kim, when I say neighbors or neighborhood, mm-hmm. what pops into your mind when you think of the discussion of neighborhoods or neighbors? It, the, the literal neighborhood pops into my mind. That's how I envision When I say neighbor, I'm thinking of the person that lives right next door to me or around me. Yeah. What's been your experience? Um, Good, mostly. I have had uh, some challenging. (laughs) That's the Christian (laughs) word to use, right? Challenging neighbors. Um, But I I mean, yeah, we most of the time have had very good experiences, but there, there was a a nosy neighbor, as we can put it that way, um, that was always in everybody's business at one point. But I, I definitely, you know, what I experienced was going through the years of of seeing one neighborhood as I was younger, where pretty much everybody knew everybody mm-hmm. on the street mm-hmm. and this, you know, our main street. Yeah, and it was even to the point of. 
you know, where our, we had an elderly couple that lived across from my mom and I, and they, they would come out. I mean, when on Saturday, when it was time to mow the yard, everybody was out mowing at the same time and chit-chatting and sitting outside and, you know, catching up. And, and I don't necessarily think it, we weren't really in each other's business, so to speak, you know, like knowing everything but it was just that friendliness community yeah it was really it very much was Mm -hmm. and where people looked out for each other's kids and Mm -hmm. you know they they, everybody kind of knew where everybody and who everybody was within a certain range and you know i i saw that transition though yeah change as i got older um even in even in our neighborhood you know when people started moving out and new neighbors started coming it was like less and less Mm -hmm. like the neighborhood felt smaller because we knew less people and it wasn't that it was anybody else's fault it was just kind of how things started to happen and then by the time one of the last main neighborhoods that i've been in i mean i Honestly, I hardly know anybody around yeah. me, and it's it's weird, you know, like to think of, like for my my family to not really have that relationship with people that you know. Sometimes you might need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you even have your neighbor's phone numbers? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Where you used to do that, you mm-hmm. know. And I I've seen people do, um, like the neighborhood block parties sure. or. Um, there's a woman I know that, um, she has a regular, like, I don't know if it's quarterly or whatever, but where it's like, you know, to the neighbors to come to their yard and, you know, we're going to have a party type thing. And, and I, I always think, oh, that looks neat, you know, but I don't live in that neighborhood. (laughs) Well, on well, this culture, you could just show up because they probably wouldn't know you didn't yeah, live in that that's neighborhood. True. <laughs> that's what I'll do. Go from block go party make some to block new, party. Yeah, go make some new new friends and <laughs> new neighbors. So what about you? What do you think of? You know, I think I agree with you in that when I think of neighborhoods when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, and, and maybe because we were kids, we were in each other's homes. Yeah. We were, yeah. we knew the neighbors to the right and to the left of us. We knew the ones across the street. But we actually did know things about each other's lives. Mm -hmm. And we would, I remember, you know, kind of doing Christmas caroling as a, just our street. We would all get together and we would go Christmas caroling. And and so there was much more of a community feel. Yeah. And I don't know, there was, there's one specific neighbor I think I will always remember. And it was a, well, at the time I thought they were an older couple. Mm -hmm. Now they're probably looking back, they were my age that I am now. Mm And they didn't have children, and they just seemed lonely. Mm. And so I would go over there just as a kid, and mm. I would spend time with them and talk to them. And and it ended up through through that relationship before the man passed away, mm-hmm. we actually were able to lead him to the Lord. Mm. And so, but it was it was out of relationship. So yeah. I think that yeah. when I think of neighborhoods. Neighbors and neighborhoods, I think of kind of like a maybe before and an after, a a then and a now. Mm -hmm. Because I think that um, just the way we've gotten so busy with our lives, you go home, 
to your neighbors yeah. and neighborhoods and everybody's kind of pulling their garage their their cars in the garage and shutting the garage doors and there's not as much opportunity mm-hmm. yeah i agree and i think that when we're when we're in a place in our lives to look at who is around me um how involved with them am I? You know, that we hear loneliness now is such a mm-hmm. such a struggle for people. Mm-hmm. Um and and I think that we look at it and think, okay, well it it has to be only this group of people that I could get to know or yeah. you know, or I ha I'm going to be lonely because I don't know them. But um let's talk a little bit about expanding our are the border of yeah. what the hood who, means yeah <laughs> who is our neighbor yeah yeah you know i think our neighbor when you think of neighbors i always say they're a little bit like family you can't choose them <laughs> um you know the the neighbors it may be the neighbors that are in your work environment mm-hmm. it may be the neighbors and i'm using the word neighbors as people mm-hmm. you know the people that are you you know, they're around you on a regular basis. You're going to work and they're there. Yeah. Um, in fact, you probably spend more time with them than you do your neighbors at home. Yeah. It may be, you know, the neighbors that are your kids' friends. Mm-hmm. It may be, you know, your church neighbors. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a part of looking at anybody I come in contact with really is a neighbor. Yeah. I think Merriam-Webster Dictionary, I was looking up the definition, and it said that a neighbor, they're not just those who live locally, but it's actually our fellow man. Mm. So anybody that's got a pulse (laughs) is our neighbor. That's good. That's really good. And if we think of it that way, then that means when we are, are choosing to befriend someone, that that is a version of your neighbor. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when, like you mentioned, at work or at school or whatever your community is. And that's why sometimes, you know, you can get really in in a, like if you go on a missions trip or, you know, when you take a, like if you go on a trip and you have a tour bus, like you went to Alaska mm-hmm. or did a cruise or whatever, and you you know you go on an excursion mm-hmm. and you you take a bus of of people that come from all over, sometimes mm-hmm. the world in some instances, and you can really get close with people mm-hmm. because you have that opportunity to just start really getting to know them mm-hmm. and and then we think oh i wish i could do that you know in some like in at home or but you know we really can we can do those things i think it, the key thing is we've just got to put the effort in yeah things aren't going to happen without effort yeah and i think maybe sometimes it's easier for us to complain about what doesn't happen mm-hmm. than it is to well if i'm complaining about what isn't happening what am I doing to help make that happen yeah and it doesn't mean everything you do is going to be successful yeah you know I I kind of giggle we were we were singing or I don't know (laughs) if we can actually call that singing uh the don't won't you be my neighbor but when when the movie came out with Tom Hanks on won't you be my neighbor is what the title of it was Mm -hmm. I thought we had lived in our home probably a couple of years and I really didn't know my neighbors Mm -hmm. and so I put out a little flyer and I called it won't you be my neighbor mm-hmm. and I said I'm gonna you know have these desserts come over from this time to this time and just kind of a drop in and and I was all excited because I, I hand delivered these to about 12 homes right around me mm-hmm. and out of those 12 homes only one couple showed up wow and it was so disheartening in the fact of 
um, gosh, I went to all this effort because I really want to be a good neighbor. Yeah. And yeah. in that instance, I was talking about my physical neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But it can be anywhere where you're trying to get to know people. You go and you make an effort. And if it's not reciprocated immediately, mm-hmm. it's easy to stop. Yeah, for sure. And And the idea of... Okay, how much effort do I put mm-hmm. out? And then in that case, am I going to do this again? Like, do <laughs> I want it? Because, you know, when you are going, like, maybe even to a group, um, you know, there's a, there are a lot of networking groups mm-hmm. or different types of opportunities that you have to go and kind of try to get to know someone. But if if you're looking at it as, okay, I... I'm I'm a little leery to put myself out there, yeah. you know, to to be to for someone to get to know me. I mean, you know, I think a lot of people are wondering what's your motive, what's your, <laughs> you know, what's behind the scenes here. I mean, I think it's um is it harder for us now to to feel is it, you know, harder to feel vulnerable to go somewhere and get to know new people that we don't know i think it can be scary yeah it can be scary because we feel i think we've got our own self-talk you know Mm -hmm. we go and stand if if you've gone to a group anywhere whether it's a networking whether it's a bible study whether it's at church um, whether it's several neighbors are talking and you walk up to it yeah i think we've got our own scripts in our mind that are telling us things like uh you know I'm intruding or they don't like me or, you know, our own scripts run and we feel so awkward and we don't like the uncomfortable experience that we, we just decide we're not going to do it again. Right. And that's where the effort comes in, in saying, okay, you know what? They probably feel just as uncomfortable them being there. Mm -hmm. And how do we, how do we continue to make that effort? Because what's my goal? Yeah. If I want to, if I want to have this community if I want to reach out to others, yeah. there's only one way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's to do it. <laughs> to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's that old saying that um, says that good fences make good neighbors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that sometimes w- maybe it's that you look at it as, okay, well, I'm going to have to tell this person everything if I get to know mm-hmm. them. No. I mean, I think fences are boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so when, you know, you don't have to go and get to know somebody and tell them your whole life story. I mean, in fact, it's probably, probably not good. <laughs> probably okay to <laughs> not, not initially. Do that. From a therapist's point yeah. of view, yeah. let's talk about that. Yeah, when we're trying to get to know people. I think that pressure is people aren't comfortable with silence. Mm-hmm. And so when something gets, you know, when you're talking to somebody and we get silent, there's a pressure to fill the silence. Mm-hmm. And that's when we like become babbling at our mouth and, and then later we just kick ourselves. Yeah. Um, but I think we don't have to share deep personal things. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can begin just with simple conversation, yeah. you know, whether it's getting to know somebody and, and, you know, just kind of whether it's a physical neighbor saying, hey, how are you guys doing? I haven't seen you guys around. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not deep and personal. That's just connecting. Yeah. You know, if it's, you know, I like to, I like to talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. I am, you know, my husband always tells me there's nowhere we can go where I'm <laughs> not, I'm not going to be talking to somebody, but mm-hmm. I want to know what's my mailman's name. Mm-hmm. You know, what mm-hmm. are they, you know, is it, is it a busy season for them? Hey, is there something I can do? Can I bring them a, you know, bottle of water? Yeah. Um, but I want to get to know the people and maybe that's because 
um, I know, you know, the loneliness in the world is we don't know who's lonely and who's not. Yeah. And so being really, I keep using that word intentional, but making that effort to get out and see people be willing to be vulnerable. Yeah. I think, too, the idea of saying it's maybe there's a fear of how do I have a a simple conversation and what's the art Mm -hmm. of. And and when I say that, I'm not meaning like, you know, I know some people say, well, I don't like just surface type of conversation. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. However, there's value in that. And it has to start there. That's right. And and there's value in just getting to know what somebody does. Mm -hmm. Um, And whether that's whether they're retired or they are a stay-at-home mom, Mm -hmm. you know, well, what's what is life like? I mean, you know, think about things that that genuinely interest you and more than likely that other person will be interested too well i would even say start by no start by finding out your neighbor's names yeah know their names yeah you know even we're sitting here in in my office and and down the down the hallway there are other businesses i don't see them on a regular basis Mm because they're not attached to mine but you know what i've gone and i've said hey what's your name Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. what we're going to be in this office building together i want to be able to wave at you and say you know, hi, with your name. (laughs) And so even if it's just getting to know somebody's name, Mm -hmm. um, I ran across an app. It's a free app, and and I don't, I'm not real technological, Mm -hmm. but there's a free app called, I think it's Bless Every Home. Mm. And with Bless Every Home, you can download it and put your address in there, Mm -hmm. and it will pop up, and it will tell you the name of five homes and the address Mm -hmm. that are in your area Mm -hmm. and it will pop up and remind you pray for and it'll Mm. say the names of the people in the house next to you like first names yeah it'll say pray for those people and the next day there'll be it pops back up and it gives you five different names in your neighborhood Oh wow! and so you can almost like when you're walking the neighborhood you're beginning to pray for people that you don't know that you're you're kind of saying okay this is the names of the people that are living here and so get to know get to know even names yeah wow that's very very important i mean you know how how much it matters when someone says your name when they are talking to you or they pass by and and you wave at someone it doesn't again it doesn't mean you have to go in and sit in their house all day long it's it's just that simple um we had a neighbor i remember when i was younger that would like i mentioned about the every saturday mowing thing we Throughout the week, you know, we'd kind of wave or whatever. But most of the time, the only time we saw him and his wife was on a weekend. And they would come out and chit-chat for a little bit. And, and they were both retired. And and it was just, but it was that simplicity yeah. of you knew. It, it also made you vastly aware of if a car didn't belong in the neighborhood mm-hmm. or if a person that you didn't recognize was there, you know, the, those are things that also mattered. Yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, you look out for each other and you have that, like you knowing all your neighbors here in your office building. I mean, there are times where it's like, that's a, that's also a safety feature, sure you know? Is. Yeah. Well, do you know that it actually says in the Bible eight times, love your neighbor as yourself? Mm. And when we love our neighbors, 
you know, even that's a command that, one, we are supposed to love ourselves, but mm -hmm. we're supposed to see our neighbor. Mm -hmm. How did Jesus love his neighbors? You know, you look at, at the Good Samaritan, you know, sometimes loving loving people that are not like us. Yeah. You know, when the Good Samaritan, you know, helped yeah. the, the Jew that, that was on the roadside that was dying. Yes. Everybody else passed by. Yeah. But the Good Samaritan stopped and he, he saw. Yeah. And so I think that it's look for opportunities, look for, at pray and ask the Lord yeah. to open your eyes to um, show you who's, who's a neighbor, whether it's in my neighborhood, whether it's at work, whether it's somebody at a store, mm -hmm. whether it's whoever runs across my path today. And then at the end of the day, ask yourself, did I love my neighbor? Love that. All right. Well, as we close today's episode, we want to say how excited we are to have you as our friend and neighbor. <laughs> Welcome. We invite you to join us every two weeks as we dive into what it means to be real, raw, and restored. We promise to keep it real and come as we are so that you too can come as you are. <laughs>